Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about economic collapse. Now, with the uh, election of President Trump and his new nominees and and stuff, I gotta say I feel a little bit better about the economy than uh, maybe I did six months ago and the way we were heading there. I kind of feel like he might be picking people who can manage things a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. The cards are on the table. But I also have to say that we have a huge national debt. Now, what, what are we at now? Uh, $19.5 trillion. $19.5 trillion. Trillion. That's 12 zeros. That, that's a lot of zeros. And I, I, our national debt is more than all the money in the world. Did you know that? All the real money? Mm-hmm. like, And I don't mean American money. I mean, if you took every <laughs> currency, everything. everything, our national debt, you still couldn't pay it off. If you had every dollar from every person, every piggy bank, every, you know, everything, Swiss bank, mm-hmm. whatever, doesn't matter. We still owe too much. Yeah. The, the weird thing with that is it's kind of all run by uh, the Federal Reserve. You know, our our money is run by the Federal Reserve. And, and we raise the debt limit and do all these things. And it's all backed by the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Now, the Federal Reserve is a pretty slick scam where they actually have it set up that if they loan you say a million dollars you have to pay them back money principal with interest Mm -hmm. so you have to pay them back like 1.1 million dollars or whatever i said million trillion whatever Mm -hmm. so right so you have to pay them back 1.1 so technically you can never pay them back because the money doesn't exist Mm -hmm. because you've already you already owe them more than all the money in the world Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a tough racket, uh, tough tough nut to crack. Now, I guess some of the fears are we've had interest rates ridiculously low for a long time. Um, I think we're pushing on, what, eight years? Pretty much since Obama, they've been uh, free-falling down. They went up, uh, what, two years? They, they, they cracked a little bit, went up a little bit, and then last week they went up another you know quarter of a percent. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, as the interest rates start to go up, then the money that's all been in all these other countries is going to start to come back, mm-hmm. back into the country. Because right now it's it's bad to have it here. It's better to play against other currencies. When that money comes back, things start to get scary. Um, now, hopefully we have the right people in place, like I said, who can kind of manage things. But the way things are going, the way the stock market is, everything in history implies like we're bound for some kind of major correction. Right. And that's concerning. And, you know, it's kind of foolish to not think we should prepare Mm -hmm. for something like that. So I have kind of a a definition of, of what economic collapse is and it, you know, really the answer when, when I come up with this is, well, says who, you know? Right. Everybody has kind of their own interpretation. And I'm kind of afraid, you know, th- I found this one. And I'm afraid 
that maybe like because as you hear each thing you're like well we have that our mm-hmm. country's doing that we have those problems but maybe somebody kind of came up with this definition to kind of match what's going on to make their point you know mm-hmm. I, I don't really know right but what I got is the stages of economic downturns there's a several ranging from recession to depression to collapse. The complete collapse of a national or global economy is characterized by economic depression. We have that, right? Social unrest and widespread poverty. I feel like we have a bit of that. Um, During an economic collapse, financial markets will be in total disarray and the government attempts to intercede Oh, all government attempts to intercede will fail. And the indicators include high bankruptcy rates, unemployment, a breakdown in free markets due to hyperinflation, and a sharp decline in the population. Mm. You know, following. Now, obviously you would say, well, you know, the stock market's higher than it's ever been. We're about to hit 20,000. Right. You know, um, yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I just remember in uh, we we've been seeing a lot of people with bankruptcy, and now they're starting to slow down. Things are turning around, mm-hmm. but based on what? You know, I mean, right. yes, we're seeing it. I'm not denying that the bankruptcies are slowing around, mm-hmm. but why are they turning around? You know, I don't feel like they're we've done anything to really make the changes for a correction, right? And and that's what concerns me. It just seems like kind of like a false lull that we're into, you know, that's just kind of making things better. You know, we used to be backed by the gold standard. Mm-hmm. And you'd have a finite amount of gold so the government couldn't just endlessly right. print money, you know. Um, so that was a big thing. And gold and silver, you know, you'd back it. It would be something real. People, uh, you know... Then you, we had, you know, the banknotes would be, you know, they'd say backed by gold or backed by silver, right. you know. And then we got off the gold standard. And then, uh, I don't know. Um, all right. Then paper, they called it fiat currency, right? When the money is, you know, not really backed by anything. Mm-hmm. It's worthless. And honestly, whenever people seem to do that, it tends to build into a, a collapse. You know, mm-hmm. you have... All these, you know, empires that have collapsed because they were printing and spending more than, right. you know, what they ever had. Um, the Roman Empire, um, the Weimar Republic, you know, everybody thinks about, you know, you remember Germany was like crazy. Right. So like I was saying, in Germany, the Weimar Republic, um, basically... You know, law-abiding citizens started, you know, petty thievery. They said, you know, stealing copper pipes, brass fixtures, um, gasoline, siphon from cars at night. Um, Like, anything people could get their hands on, they were bartering and trading. Um, Prostitution, both sexes, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what, who's paying guys for sex? It's guys, dude. It's, it's other it's guys buying yeah. sex from guys, right? Because yeah, only doesn't... guys pay for sex, right? That, so that that had me a little concerned. I don't know. Um, Zimbabwe, 
I don't even know. Now, check this out. Zimbabwe from 1998 to 2008. They had the nation's independence in 1980. The exchange rate of the Zimbabwe dollar to the U.S. dollar was 1.25. Mm -hmm. All right, so not bad. In 1998, they had this new president. It was uh, Robert Mugabe. Oh, Don't, Mugabe, oh, yes. Oh, you know Mugabe. Yep, yep. All right. He was... Uh, so, he was uh, Zimbabwe was the first country on the Arab yeah. Spring, right? Zimbabwe. Yeah, this is 98, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. Same guy. Mm-hmm. So, he, uh, in 98, he consolidated power over the entire socialist government as part of his socialism reform. Now, here's where it's interesting. He forcibly took real estate from white settlers throughout the country and returned it to the native Zimbabwean people. Zimbabweans? Zimbabweans, it says. All right. The government, taking of income-producing private lands... This is the problem. All the white people came in, set up businesses all over the place. Mm -hmm. They took the land, kicked the white people out, Mm -hmm. gave it back to the private citizens, but all of a sudden, they weren't producing anything Nobody knows how to do anything. So they're like, oh, shit. Um, so basically when they that took it, pretty standard for it, halted, it halted the production of food in the country, which was their leading export. Mm-hmm. The political and social unrest discouraged foreign investment in the country, and the central bank responded by printing more money with higher face values. Um, they reached 2.2 million percent. Eggs sold for a million Zimbabwe dollars. Um, There was no medium of exchange. So the overall impact, they said, a thousand to one. Um, Inflation was making it impossible for families to afford basic commodities they need, you know, for the day to day. Mm. And I mean, that's just what happens. And the thing is, it's kind of overnight when it happens. Um, You know, the Weimar Republic, it was instant. You know, they just all of a sudden your money's worthless. And I don't know that that's what's going to happen. But, you know, a depression like we had in uh, 1929, Mm -hmm. that's, you know. Yeah. So it just takes a couple of a couple of bad decisions and a couple of people to lose their head. And and the thing is, you're like, all right, well, I have complete faith in Donald Trump. I have I'm. Speaking right, hypothetically, yeah, you're not, you're I'm not, not speaking saying, for me or you, right? I'm not speaking for us. <laughs> I'm just saying this is like your imaginary world. Uh-huh. So you have complete faith in Donald Trump. You have complete faith in this Secretary of the Treasury that he's picked out. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, this guy's cool. Everything will work out. I don't need to worry. But you have to consider China, Russia. Mm-hmm. Are fucking with our own currency intentionally. Right. They're actually trying to destroy the dollar. Mm-hmm. So it's not just what we do, but you need to prepare all around. There's other countries. Um, what yeah, well, it's, a, it's actually uh, happening right now in Venezuela. All right. Their, so their present day Venezuela. Basi- basically collapsing right now. Um, well, they had toilet paper shortages from way back. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, I think we all remember our, our good friend of the South, Hugo Chavez. 
You that go. was training up all of Venezuela to uh, fight against the the impending American invasion. Yep, yep. Well, you got to get ready. Well, he was he was a bit of a nut job. All right, uh, but he died. And, and he um, never had like the, the romantic stardom of Castro. You know, nobody just we didn't love him no. like we love Castro. No, but all right, but go we on. don't have enough pictures of of him actually shooting people in the head. That's what so it there's is. a difference there. You know, all right. it's all about it's all about putting out your image, man. Social media. No. Yeah. All right. Um, Create a buzz. Basically what happened was uh, Nicolas Maduro, he's the president of Venezuela, he he decided to correct the Venezuelan dollar and made it equal to the American dollar. So basically it just became that the dollar was worth whatever he said it was. Right. And it just destabilized the whole government. So in August, the government began uh, seizing guns and destroying them. Uh, after the economy started tanking because uh, of fear of um, quote-unquote crime. But the truth was it was fear of uh, him getting overthrown. So the economic collapse uh, took place um, in what they call, what he was calling, what some Americans were calling the beacon of 21st century socialism. Right. That was all due to inflation. And right now, it's uh, seventy over seventy percent of the population is living in poverty. Um, the president of Venezuela was uh, is fear, fearing a civilian uprising because of shortages <clears throat> of food and medicine and toilet paper, medical supplies and and toilet paper. The gangs get this though: the gangs and the drug cartels had no problem getting guns because anybody that had a military-made weapon was happy to trade that for anything they could get. So all the military weapons are dumping back out into the drug and, uh, you know, crime syndicates there. Nobody has weapons to defend themselves. And, uh, you know, it looks like it's just going to gonna keep dropping until uh, either the government or either the military or the, uh, the population rises up and overthrows the government. They're saying that they need a, a petition. They have a vote. Oh. If they can have a petition that twenty percent of the population signs, okay. Except nobody wants their name on that because they end up shot in the head. I I choose to work against the shot in the head. So if you go if you go to the doctor there, yes, you have to bring your own food and your own medicine with. You. Nice. They have doctors, but they don't have anything now at the hospital. I heard that about Cuba though. Uh Cuba, you have to bring your own bed linens. Yeah. You have to bring your own meals. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't hear about your own medicine, so yeah, at least keep us ahead of that. And uh, one guy was talking about how they were doing surgeries, and the, the power just blacks out. Ooh. And they were doing sur- surgeries, and they ended up having to close somebody up with a flashlight off of somebody's cell phone. Nice. That's not where you want to be, man. No? That's not where you want to be on that operating table when the lights go out. All right. Uh, so people are actually giving away their children. There to keep them the kids from starving. Again. That's better than eating your children. That is better than eating your children. Don't eat your children. That's that's a no no. Yeah, I'm gonna start putting up signs now just in preparation around the house. <laughs> Kevin, don't forget, <laughs> don't eat the kids. You might be really hungry. Uh, so yeah, it's rolling blackouts, roving gangs. You know, basically, if you don't have your own food and your own way to protect yourself, there, you're in deep shit. You're you're looking at starving to death. You're yeah. looking at your kids starving to death. So yeah, I mean these are lessons we can learn from. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
Remember they were talking about uh, the big thing was, you know, uh, negative interest rates. Right. Um, you know, if you have your money in the bank and they're going to start penalizing you to encourage you to go spend it. Mm-hmm. Well, people are like, oh, well, that's dumb. Why would I... Mm-hmm. Why would I, I Why would would just I take my it money out? There I'll take my money and put it under my mattress. Mm-hmm. But that's where governments are saying, wait a minute, you're just going to pull it out and put it in near your mattress. So countries like Australia are like, you know what, let's get rid of cash. Mm-hmm. And then you have to keep your money in the bank. Right. Then it's the whole system anyway. works. Mm-hmm. Um, India, same thing. Let's get rid of cash. Then, you know, sucks to be you. Then we bring on the negative interest rates. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in a way, they want you to spend your money. And that seems like a pretty good motivator to me. Uh-huh. But yeah, usually they're taking that's it a, anyway. the last gasp, you know, yeah. of the government. That's not a... But that's definitely something they keep considering, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, like I said, I hope things are turning around here and maybe uh, these things won't be... But it's something to be aware of. Right. Um, things to watch for. So, I guess, you know, the first half, we're kind of preparing you for these are the kind of things you see. Mm-hmm. It can really happen. It does happen. Um, stock markets crash. Mm-hmm. Things happen. There, There's reason to be paranoid. Right. Again, just because as you're always, paranoid doesn't mean you're, cra- you're crazy. As always, doesn't mean this is everything. We're not saying... Go and turn everything into gold and silver. And remember, you can't eat gold and silver. Right. Um, If there's other people you can trade with that are maybe going outside the country, gold and silver might be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But in your local community where you're starving to death, that gold coin doesn't really do a lot. Right. Right. So what are some some ideas that we've got to get ready? That's that's it? That's what I got. So, no, what, what I would say is, Initially, for I see you got a list there. You're you're good at, at your yeah, list. Yeah, go ahead. But uh, initially, you basically want to have cash on hand. Mm-hmm. You really should have the bulk of your money in your safe at your house, or hidden in various places throughout your house. Mm-hmm. Um, Just don't let your house burn down. Don't let your house burn down. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's in your Liberty safe, right? Yeah, there you go. All right. So, that kind of thing. The thing is, because this kind of thing happens overnight. The government doesn't tell tell you, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Mm -hmm. And then you have time to run to the bank and take your money out and whatever. Stock market crashes. They shut down banks and ATMs. You're You're not even going to be able to get money out of them. You know, you can run to the bank that day and maybe and maybe not. Mm -hmm. Usually within an hour of things turning bad, you'll, yeah. You know, I saw it in It's a Wonderful Life. That's right. You know, what's his name? Paying 50 cents on the dollar. Potter. That son of a bitch. (laughs) Bastard. He's always trying to get you, you know. He's always playing the angles. Because the money's not here. It's Mm -hmm. in your house and... It's in Jim's house? Yeah, they don't have it at the bank. It's not at the bank. The numbers are there in the computer, but they well, don't have it all. Here's this, this has me crazy, too. All right, so, well, all right. We'll go back to the, the how to prepare. All right. And then I'm going to lose what I'm thinking of, and it's going <laughs> to piss me off. But anyway, so basically, yeah, no, that's, of course, the, 
my notes here talk about what I want to talk about. Um, so like I said, you want to hold physical cash. You want to have various you know places that you've hidden your money. Mm -hmm. um, maybe I keep it over at Kevin's house and that way I don't have to worry about it. Um, then you don't want to have to worry about your house. Don't have to worry about again. nothing, yeah. Um, don't worry, I'll, I'll be investing your money so, safely in a new Xbox. A new Xbox? Nice. So the thing is, basically we're all working towards freedom. And you know, why I say that, that's part of how you prepare. Um, if you're really free, that means that if your boss is like, you know what, I got to let half my company go because people aren't buying widgets anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, when you're self-reliant, when you're free, you right. don't have a problem. Um, freedom, when you don't have credit card debt, you're a lot more free than when you owe the man a lot of money. Right. And you know what? These are things that are going to help you prepare for an economic collapse. Right. Paying off Preparing your car, paying off your house. Is owning what you yeah. own, getting out of debt. Having surplus, maybe storing up some food. You know what? If you had a year supply of food storage during the Great Depression, how much cooler are you than people waiting in the bread line in the soup line? Right. You know? Because um, obviously you can go out and work just as hard as they are, and you can have the scraps, and you can also have some more. Right. Um, or you can invest your time in, uh, you know... Working, working to make some money, chopping firewood or doing that sort of thing. But you don't just, have to be waiting for food. I was just going there. Mm -hmm. um, but again, you need energy to go out and chop wood. Right. You got to be, you know. You need food. You need you food. Need food. If, you, if you have to stand so, in line to get food, you're not so uh, out What I'm saying wood. is some of the things you can do to prepare are cash on hand. You can have food storage, mm -hmm. food supplies, food on hand, resources. Right. Um, you know, any of the things we tell you to prep with, you know, mm -hmm. these are the things that are going to help you make it through it. Right. Um, getting out of debt, like we just said, mm -hmm. it's going to be huge. Um, car loans, your credit cards, your anything, anything you can right. cut back. I'm not saying you need zero mortgage, whatever you work towards it. Right. Working towards it is, you know, is really work towards it. You're always moving to Even that if you're better putting place. putting an extra $10 on your, your monthly mortgage payment, that's something. That's something. Um, but these are the things that are going to protect yeah. you. It's a lot safer when nobody when nobody's going to come from the bank to turn you out of your house. You know, in New York, we have the luxury of uh, ridiculous property taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, the you county, never really own your house here. The, the county next to us, you know, it's not uncommon for people to have 19000 a year in property taxes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? People who bought their houses 50 years ago and were planning on retiring never saw that coming. Mm -hmm. um, these are things that can wipe you out, you know? Um, it's insane. Now you're like, well, if you know, I don't know. I, I do know people who their taxes are higher than their mortgage payment, and that's ridiculous. Right. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's mm -hmm. all I can say. So, like I said, freedom is really the answer. Anything that you can see that will make you a little bit more free, a little bit more independent. Mm -hmm. Like I said, independent from your job. I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying quit your job. Right. I'm saying make it so that you can walk away from it. Or maybe find a job that you can control if you're hired or fired. Right. You know, when you're your own boss, these things matter. You know, it's all about freedom. 
Mm-hmm. What else you got? Uh, well, some of the ways to, to get prepared for something like this. Yes. Um, you know, are some basic guidelines. A lot of what we talked about already, paying down your debt, paying down your, your stuff, you know, building up some a safety net of money. But also, you need to think about ways to cut back on what you're spending right now. I like where you're going. Um, you know, if you can grow your own food, you know, that can be a huge benefit. Um, stocking up on med- on uh, medical supplies and vitamins. If you're ever short on food, you know that people don't generally die of starvation. They desire, die of diseases that their their body can't fight off, you know? So when you're really desperate, being well-fed makes a big difference. Um Blankets and warm clothes, keeping keeping uh, keeping warm, and um, maybe you grow in the beard, keep your neck a little yeah. bit warmer. I, I save all sorts of money on scarves. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I have no. You don't, you don't buy razors. <laughs> I mean, really. And uh, you know, whole budget's turning around. One of the other things that you can do, I, you, you see a lot in in these countries with uh, economic collapse and yes. and downturns in the economy, is uh, power outages and, and power shortages. The price of power going okay. through the roof. Okay. So now, if you can find ways to be more energy efficient, you know, nice. that's great. If you can get a, a solar gener- you know, solar power or a generator or, um, you know, any of those. Or just cut chaos. back on the electric you're yeah. using. Learn how to live a little simpler lifestyle. Right. That big screen um, TV sucks up a lot of uh, electricity. If you switch to the LED, mm-hmm. is the, the ticket. But... One of the other things that our friends in uh, Venezuela have taught us, if you're hungry, don't forget about the zoo. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. They're cooking them up. I bet zebra tastes delicious. Delicious. So, you know, that's one more, you know, an ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. You can just whip that out. All those feral cats running hungry. around. <laughs> there you go. I bet they don't have a problem with uh, the ASPACA coming down there and trying no. to get them to adopt animals. Nope, nope. Sarah McLaughlin is singing songs to deaf ears, man. <laughs> uh, it's bad. So, uh, anything else on there for that? That's everything I got on the list here. All right. Um, now, uh, now, just yeah. on top of yeah, that. Yeah, more on this, but go on. Yeah. Now, just to, uh, one more thing on top of that is you have to be prepared to defend your family in your house. Ooh. You know? So, uh, having a basic skill set with that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, locking your doors and locking your windows. Um, you know, that sort of thing is a, is a big deal when so you're really everything we talk about on the Every Prepping day. Badass yeah, this podcast. Is all a good, this is all a good... Uh, so really, you guys need to be paying a little bit more attention. <laughs> you need to go back, start at the beginning. Uh-huh. And start thinking about a beard. Uh-huh. Come on, let's, let's Grow be in the facial hair. Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, quick, on uh, being prepared is uh, learning barter skills. That are going to be useful. Sure. Not, I, I, I say barter, um, learning like butchering, mm-hmm. things like that. Different things that you can kind of use in a, like right. off the grid economy when you think about it like that. Because mm-hmm. that's where people are going when they don't have dollars. Right. They want to trade resources and mm-hmm. things. Like Kevin said, if you guys can cut some firewood, um, different things you can bring to the table, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, working with your hands, you're really going to, you know, be a lot better off than somebody who sells insurance, mm-hmm. you know. But I'll tell you right now, selling insurance, probably killing it. 
Most yeah. of my customers who have a lot of money, they all sell freaking insurance, man. That's really? a racket. So you can buy the prepper supplies. You don't even need to worry about it if you're selling the insurance. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, you might not be working after the collapse. Mm-hmm. But whatever. If you've already stockpiled, you're good. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. So, hey. All right. So here's the last thing that I wanted to talk about. I probably should have mentioned it in the beginning, but you know me. I like to jump around. Mm-hmm. You know, keep you guys guessing. Keep you on your toes a little bit. So what I got is when a bank has, it's actually a percentage, not really a ratio, but uh, when you go into the bank and you deposit $25,000 in your savings account, the bank can then loan it out and the numbers vary. It's sometimes as much as 20 to 1 that they can loan out to mortgages. Mm -hmm. So by having the $25,000 in the bank, they can loan 20 people $25,000 each. So that means when putting money and paying off your mortgage and taking care of business, banks keep growing exponentially. That sounds awesome. You're like, oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. And that's weird. You can uh, check this out in your Google. That's really how it works. but like I said, it's a percentage. It's not necessarily 20 to 1. It's mm-hmm. It varies on how much they have, how much. Sometimes it's 9 to 1. But either way, they can loan out your money many more times than what they actually have cash on hand. Right. So here's the problem, though. It sounds awesome when you're growing, but when you start declining, do you know what happens? When you don't pay back, the first guy doesn't pay back the 25000 now that 25000 is gone. They have to pay it to whoever mm-hmm. you know they were accountable to. Right. They have to return the money. Now, all those other 25 mortgages aren't backed by anything. Mm-hmm. And they're not allowed to do that. So now, they're not defaulting on one mortgage. They're defaulting on 9 to 20. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really put that second part together. And then I was reading about it. And I'm like, whoa. You know, because I knew they could loan it out exponentially. Right. right. But once they lose that initial 25, mm-hmm. then all those mortgages based on that initial principle are now in default. And that's where, you know, it gets into risky business. Mm-hmm. So you got to realize things can escalate quickly. Right. That's, you know, I guess where I'm going with all right. this. A lot, so of, these, can really... a lot of these uh, recessions and, and depressions start off as minor minor things and just have a chain reaction yeah you know the stock market crash was not a big deal uh, until the second third fourth hundredth thousandth person started to panic and trying to get rid of all their stuff and and then it gets you know mm-hmm. slippery slope then then the bank uh, owns a bunch of uh, crappy houses that nobody's interested in living in right and um, no money and no money. And that's the other thing. I mean, you know, if you listen to like Rich Dad and and these guys, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, he always talked about that, you know, he he seems to think that economic collapse, you know, big uh, depression is coming. Mm -hmm. And he's like, right now, you don't want to hold any uh, real estate, anything, which that's opposite of what he's been preaching all along, you know, early on. He's like, you need to hold as much cash and gold as you can. And then when this happens, mm-hmm. you want to be ready to pounce. Right. And that's we, another way to prepare. But again, it depends 
on the type of economic collapse. Right. Um, you know, if we have ridiculous inflation, having a million dollars in cash doesn't mean much. Doesn't do any good when a million dollars buys you a loaf of bread. You can, buy, you can buy a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, a good thing to invest your money in is capital. Okay. You know, uh, a work truck, a log splitter. Uh, you know things that are of value cement roller dump truck that sort of stuff but you gotta think about the materials that you're buying they gotta be useful when people are short on money right right but um, you know you see those big farms you know if, if, if you're in a country where you're having serious problems okay the best place to be is living on the farm they always you know? say you know in, in the southern farms they didn't know the depression happened, right? right? Isn't that the way they always talk? They're like, what? We didn't know. We were always poor. Didn't right. change. Right. But I mean, at least you're still eating. You're still eating. Mm-hmm. No, not bad. Um, what else? What do you got this week? That about wraps up what we got for economic collapse. You mm-hmm. got anything? Uh, no. Anything no you we, got a, uh, we got an email. Um, a couple uh, emails this listens, week. Listeners that... Uh, was wanting us to do a uh, a show on uh, medical kits. Medical kits. Um, first aid. I, I believe kits. there were some compliments on the character uh, episode. Oh yeah, a lot of. A lot I, of I think I'll like take that. some uh, yeah, credit. Yeah, take on the credit one. for that. Nicely done. Nicely done. Right. Um, medical kits. Medical kits. Uh, so I was thinking maybe uh, next week or the week after we can do week an episode after, on that. Probably, but yeah. All right. Um, but in the news, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot. I've been trying to stay away no. from it lately, honestly. Yeah, you're smart. It's a little, little. Uh... You got this chaos in Germany. Yeah. Now, what do you think about that? Now, here's here's my thought. All right, you got this guy. They say, oh, he was like a mastermind, and he planned it out. This guy really knew what he was doing, mm-hmm. and he leaves his wallet and his fingerprints in the truck. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem odd to anybody. No. Well, they caught the wrong guy first, right? Well, yeah. So they caught a guy who eyewitnesses said, we saw him, that's the guy. Mm -hmm. And then they let him go? And then they let him go, and they're like, yeah, but he didn't have bloody clothes, and we think if he had beat up this guy, and we have other evidence. Uh And then two days later, oh, we found this wallet and this other guy's fingerprints. And I'm wondering if this guy just cut the other guy's finger off. (laughs) Smeared some fingerprints around in the truck. Uh, and was like, here's his wallet. They'll fall for that easy. Yep, they're and then when they that. caught him and they're like, we have 20 people who saw you do it. And he was like, yeah, but why is that terrorist wallet in the truck? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we didn't think of that. <laughs> you might have a point. I think we're going to let you go. And this guy's like, fuck it. I'm out of here. Yeah. I don't know. That's some fucked up shit, though. I, I don't understand. What well, the hell goes through something? You know, if you head? really the thing is that always shocks me is if you really want to kill somebody, it's not that difficult. No, you know, if if you have that sort of mindset and and killing no. somebody is your uh, apparently he was able to your do interest. It. But you know, it's it's shocking, honestly, that this doesn't happen thousands of times a day. Yes, you know what I mean. It's it's kind of a reinforcement of what uh, what most uh, people think about. Yeah. Most of us aren't crazy assholes that want to kill everybody. Psychos. There's All only right. a few of them out there. All right. But, uh, you know, it's safe to uh, prepare for that asshole because you never know when you're going to run into him. So you're saying that we should 
situational awareness, pay attention, maybe go back, mm -hmm. episode, whatever number that was. And, yeah, check uh, it out. All check right. it out. But, um, all right, so... Uh, so prepare. Yeah. Pay attention. Get prepped, man. All right, and check us out at uh, preppingbadass.com. Follow us on Facebook. Maybe throw us a buck on the Patreon. And uh, any questions, concerns, comments, directions you think the show should be heading, mm -hmm. shoot us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com. And uh, keep an eye out for our YouTube channel. Maybe new things are coming. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, stay safe. Merry Christmas. Peace Merry on Christmas. All that good stuff. See, we're not afraid to say Merry Christmas on the Prepping Badass podcast. Yeah, I was actually surprised That's how I ran into a, a guy the other day that I didn't really know, and I talked to him for a few minutes, and he said Merry Christmas. And you were like, like wow. Whoa. Ooh, that's a ballsy man right there. A ballsy man. He didn't know I celebrate Kwanzaa. No, no, he had nothing. So he was bringing it. So that's what we got. Stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.